Hello and welcome to a live edition of the Cyclone Insider podcast, video cast, YouTube stream. However, whatever platform we're on now, coming from just outside Jack Trice Stadium is Travis Hines and Randy Peterson following Iowa State's 2023 spring game that Randy, I don't think, offered up as expected a lot, but certainly some interesting nuggets today um talking to matt campbell certainly they looked at it as a culmination of a 15 practice spring rather than a an individual day what was your uh your headline takeaway from this morning and this afternoon uh here names i i focused on the offense i didn't i barely even watched the defense i barely watched them because we know that's going to be good john haycock's always got good players out there and they play great defense. So I was watching the offense mostly and the newcomers, obviously. Um, Jaden Higgins, the transfer from Eastern Kentucky. I thought he was, I thought he was pretty good. So um, then we can get into him later if you want to, but I, 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 I liked him. They're going to, they're going to need a deep receiver because um, Hutchinson, Xavier Hutchinson has gone now. And um, I'm not, I'm not certain that, that um, um, that that Higgins just might be that guy. I mean, he, he's he's he looked good today, but I mean, obviously it was fifteenth of fifteen spring practices. But um, yeah, I would think that that he'd go right in there as a as a starter. That's just my guessing. And I asked Hunter Deckers that after afterwards, and, and he kind of looked at me and smiled, and he said that's that's not his decision. But, um, yeah, I would kind of think that Jalen Noel, who didn't play, is be a starter, obviously, and Dimitri Stanley and the next another wide receiver is up for grab. But I would think that, that Higgins would be could be that guy. Yeah, the, uh, the receiving core was a lot of people we hadn't really seen much of before with Jalen Noel out with a tight hamstring, Deshaun Hanneke, uh after, I believe, off going, undergoing offseason surgery. Um, you definitely a group of guys that we have not seen a ton of. Easton Dean had a couple of catches, uh, but yeah, not a not a lot of returning names on the field today, uh, catching passes. To me, the the headline, the most interesting thing that we that I saw all day today was Jirel Brock's sixteen yard touchdown, where Good he point. juked two guys out of their cleats, where it felt like okay, that's the dude who you felt pretty good about as a, if you were an Iowa State fan through the first four games of the year when he averaged, I think, 88 yards a game, five and a half a carry before hurting himself uh, against Kansas and then obviously breaking his foot later in the year. But that, like to me, it was like Jirel's got his juice back. A uh, long way to go between now and the end of August, but certainly for him to be healthy going into the, the summer I think is huge for Iowa State. Disappointed we didn't get to see Cartavius Norton because he's obviously the guy – that, you know, Randy, we talked about it on radio, I think, earlier this week, where it was like, ooh, like if you were going to pick the the next great Iowa State back, like he seemed to be the guy with the most upside. Didn't get to see him play because of injury, but I thought Jirel showed why, like his floor, if healthy, is a productive Big 12 back. Maybe he's not a superstar. Maybe he's not an NFL draft pick like David Montgomery or Brees Hall, but if he's healthy for 12 games, like he's going to put up yardage and he's going to help Iowa State move the chains. I agree with you 100% about Jirel, and that's he's he may be the best story going on the on the team in that respect. I mean, I, I mean, we 
I think we're all pulling for him to, to stay healthy. Um, I, I, it was, I, I, for him, for what he did, sticking around the program, playing behind, knowing that he was going to play behind Brees Hall, he stuck around the program anyway. Um, um, you know, and I did a story about that, that once and, and his, his, his mom said, that's just the way he was, he was brought up. I think she said the only thing he'd ever given up in life was, was a clarinet and she wasn't real happy about that. So he could have gone elsewhere, but no, he stuck it out. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, that he has a, a very productive and safe summer, um, you know, and we'll see what it's, what it's like, because that certainly is a, was a place that Iowa State needed last year was was um, was running backs because it got to the point where everybody knew that that um, they could they they could that Deckers was gonna was gonna throw the ball because they had no running game they had no offensive line. Um, speaking of the of the running game though, I kind of liked AJ Harris a little bit. What I saw the Stanford um, tr- transfer, he was. Uh, I, I like the way he cut. I like the way he put his head down and ran and ran straight. Um, there were a couple of times when I thought that he may have danced a little bit when he got to the ball, but uh, this kid's just a red shirt freshman and, and he knows Iowa state's propensity to have injured running backs. Um, and his father played in the NFL. So I kind of like, I kind of like where Iowa state's going, going there with that, with that running back game. But again, the, the key is keeping those guys healthy. Yeah, I thought Eli Sanders had a couple of nice moments yeah. too. So certainly uh, looks to be, if healthy, maybe a position of strength for Iowa State in 2023. Randy, I thought the other thing that stood out to me offensively, you know, I don't even think it's probably worth talking about the offensive line right now because they were down a couple of guys with injury and it didn't feel like there was a lot, like on purpose, there was not a lot of uh, physicality at the point of attack, you know, in, in a scrimmage like this. So I don't know that we would have gotten you know, much of an indication either way. But to me, anyone thinking that there was a quarterback competition this spring or maybe going into the fall was probably kidding themselves. I think Hunter Decker's, at least what we saw today, looked head and shoulders ahead of Rocco Beck and J.J. Cole, both of whom had nice moments. But, like, I, I, I would be beyond shocked if we hear even anything more than a whisper uh, about a quarterback competition this fall because I just thought Deckers was was much much better, which should come as no surprise, you know, when the competition is a guy that couldn't get on the field last year when Deckers was among the the country's leaders in interceptions and a guy who Matt Campbell put it afterwards, you know, should be getting ready to go to prom right now and instead is playing spring football. Yeah, JJ Cole was. I, I enjoyed watching JJ Cole um, today. He came, like you said, he came in. Um, in January. So um, I, I don't know how much he'll play going forward the, uh, the, the next year, at least trust me next year. Uh, Rocco Beck showed signs. Um, but like, but like you said, Hunter Deckers was, was the guy and he will be the guy in the, in the fall. And um, I, I still, I still want to see how he can play. Like I said earlier, how he can play with a, with a decent offensive line. Or a um, legitimate running game in front of him, and a legitimate running game. And let's not forget, I can, I can remember three drops last year that would have been touchdowns, also, um, and probably right. victories, huh? And that would have probably translated to victories without without question. I mean, I, the Texas one for sure, yeah, at Texas. State. Oh, exactly. I mean, or Kansas State, for example. But anyway, speaking of Kansas State, or speaking of a, a 
that was Kansas State. But but how about how about um, um, speaking of the state of Kansas? There, I'll put it like that. Did Take you your time? Did, did you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, uh, let me get myself out of this. Um, Jace Gilbert didn't have a horrible day in the in the um, um, in the wind. Yeah, we saw him miss miss one um, one field goal, but he made he made two more. He made two. Um, yeah, shaky day for the whole crappy day. What? Shaky day for the whole kicking operation. We saw PAT get botched because of a bad snap. We saw one snap go high that the the kicker saved. So yeah, we've got a new, new long snapper too, though. Yeah, Drake Knoblock. Um, yeah, that that work to do in the kicking operation. Yeah, uh, but I but but into, but yeah, it was nice to see Gilbert make. Jace two. Gilbert missed one. The first one he, the first one. I'm sorry, I had to laugh because he it doinked off the the crossbar. Um, yeah, not even the upright, the crossbar. The crossbar, not even the into the wind. Yes, but still not great. Yeah, and it was a swirling wind. But it, but I mean to, to come back and make and make two more field goals in the mid thirty range. That was pretty good. I mean, this is a kid better than he, the alternative for sure. Yeah, it, well, exactly. And this is a kid that needs needs um, uh, maybe he doesn't need to get his confidence. Maybe he's got confidence that he could make it. But he certainly needs to to. Um, I, I think Iowa State fans need to be confident in him um as as well so um i guess i guess we'll see going forward i don't think we saw a punt did we no we didn't see a punt or um or a or a kickoff but uh um so yeah i i i think that's pretty much what my thoughts were about this spring game yeah me too i think uh obviously a long way to go from four and eight to where iowa state wants to be this fall i think the thing that we heard Matt Campbell talk about the last couple months is how young this team is. And, you know, when you see them out there for the first time and you're checking your roster for numbers to, to find the names, especially with guys out with injury, you realize that, yeah, this is going to be a young team again. You know, how do they climb out of four and eight with a young team after losing guys like Xavier Hutchinson, MJ Anderson, Will McDonald, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough task. It started back in January, continued through, April here, and it'll be see uh, interesting to see how they continue it through the summer and then into fall camp because obviously a a big year ahead for them trying to uh, you know regain the momentum you know that they probably sputtered away a little bit last year with four and eight and with a lot of close losses and certainly coming off of a disappointing seven and six season the year before with all that talent so an important year for Iowa State I think a year where there are equal parts optimism and pessimism, which usually means uh, we're going to be see something interesting once the season comes around later this fall. He's Randy Peterson. I'm Travis Hines. This has been the Cyclone Insider Podcast from the Des Moines Register. Be sure to check out DesMoinesRegister.com for all your spring game coverage and all your off-season Iowa State football coverage that you could ever possibly hope to see. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.